What's going on, Abstract Sports Nation? Welcome to episode 62 of the Abstract Sports Podcast, where we bring sports back to life by looking at the game from abstract yet popular angles. Coming at you live on Facebook, as always, it's just me, your boy, uh, Kyle Clay 2 k the host. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at Kyle Clay 2 k I post a lot of things about basketball on those accounts. Well, just on the Twitter account. The Instagram account really has nothing there, uh, but eventually... That's the one I want to use as my main one. So you're going to want to get at me at KyleClay2K on Twitter and Instagram. And if you haven't already followed or liked or subscribed to the pages for Abstract Sports, just go look for Abstract Sports on any of your favorite outlets. You can find us there. And uh, hopefully we give you some good news and updates from those different outlets that you like. Uh, basically, just want to dive right in. I got uh, some... Some things I just want to talk about, some business, businessy things, some things that are not really related to sports, and then we'll jump into some basketball, some NCAA, and some NFL. So uh, let's just go ahead and get this thing going. So I just got to tell you guys some things that have been going on lately got me all kind of crazy. Uh, what's going on, Andy? Welcome to the podcast, my guy. Uh, I do have to say that bowling started. Uh, Andy here is in my bowling league, so that's that's why I want to mention that right now. Um, but I went and pulled up all my averages from the last few years in this league that I've been a part of, and um, I've been like I have kept track of my scores before, even though those are already out there somewhere. Somebody's recorded them. I just don't have access to it. Uh, but I like to keep track of my own scores so that I know um, how I'm doing week to week. And I always like to have the data available just in case I decide to make some cool graphics with it and be like, hey, look how bad I suck at bowling. Because <laughs> uh, really, compared to other people, I'm not that great. Uh, <laughs> but just to give you guys a, a just a little bit of an overview of how my bowling has gone the last few years, let me just spit off some averages here. Uh, so in the years 2015-2016, uh, that season... I averaged 154 on 84 games. The next year in 16-17, I averaged 164, so a 10-pin bump over 72 games, so less games. And then last year in 2017-2018, I averaged 156, so I dropped back down 8 pins, and I only bowled 66 games. I don't know why it's why it's so few games. I wonder. I don't think it's a different league. It's the same league. Um, maybe I had just had more absences last year. I was gone quite a bit, but to put it in perspective, uh, those are my averages, 154, 164, 156. So any of my tournaments and stuff that I bowl in this year, the city league and the state tournaments, that will be going off of my book average of 156, I believe, which is last year's average. Um, and I started off pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Uh, there were only two, two of uh, the four teammates there. And only four people out of the total of eight that could have played in, in, on our two lanes because it's four, four and four. We each had two players uh, for week one just this last Friday. I bowled a 143, a 165, and then a 170. So uh, I'm feeling pretty good to start the year. Um, I do have to say that Keltron and I have started a pretty strict budget. And so when I go bowling, I'm going to just strictly go bowling and I mean, it's already a, enough of a cost to you know pay the the weekly fees that are associated with bowling, and over the course of a long season, it can add up to a good chunk of money. And so, 
I'm basically just going and bowling. There's like no beer, no eating out. I'm just hanging out with friends and bowling. So hopefully my bowling number is improved because I'm focusing on it a little bit more. Um, at least that's what I would hope. So we'll just have to see what happens and, uh, I'll just report back as things happen. So, um, but along with, you know, bowling starting, there's just been some weird things going on in life. I'm not going to lie. Uh, for example, uh, one of the things that happened within the last week, I believe is this Eminem beef that's going on. Uh, I'm a big Eminem fan and I grew up listening to him and along with a whole bunch of other hip hop artists. Uh, but Eminem is just a unique talent. And, uh, I think that everybody could take a page out of his book in what it means to work hard for what you get this dude he just he thinks in rhymes and it's impressive to me well apparently this other rapper named mgk which stands for machine gun kelly he had mentioned eminem's daughter in a song right and that's just a bad idea because eminem he's not the guy that you mess with in the hip-hop world if you get on his bad side he will he will destroy you I mean, he, he came up because he was a, a significant battle rapper back in the uh, 90s. Like, that's how he got discovered by Dr. Dre. So he knows how to think pretty quickly. And when he's not just, like, freestyling something like that, he can write down something that could destroy your career. So he came out with an album. Eminem came out with an album. And the first song on the album is called The Ringer. And he basically just tears apart what what is the the hip-hop game right now and talks about how it's so terrible but he mainly aimed it at machine gun kelly and machine gun kelly responded the next like two days later uh with his own diss track against eminem and that's when like things really get messy because eminem came back like maybe less than a week later a few days later and dude if you don't, if you're a big Eminem fan, you've got to follow this beef. Go listen to Eminem's newest album. It's called Kamikaze. It's on Spotify. Uh, it, there, it is kind of insensitive. It's very uh, raunchy. I don't know how else to put it, but it's Eminem. So what? What do you expect? Um, I mean, the dude is an artist with with words, and that's the best way I can describe it. It is offensive to some people, and if that if that's not for you, don't listen to it. Um, but listen to the Ringer first. Then you want to go listen to MGK's diss track that aimed at Eminem after that album came out. And then listen to Eminem's diss track response to MGK. It's called Kill Shot. You're going to want to listen to all those things. And then there is an interview on YouTube where Eminem is interviewed with by Sway from like Sway in the Morning, Sway 45. 45. Um, you want to go uh, listen to that entire interview it's really cool to hear Eminem talk about his work because he never does. He always just like releases the album and that's what it is. It's gone. It's out there in the public and he's, he moves on. But in this interview, he discusses how, um, you know, one album wouldn't have been what it was without the previous album. And that album would have been what it was without the next album. So it's kind of like everything happens for a reason in that sense. And, uh, really interesting to follow. I mean, that's something that I'm sort of, uh, I follow in my off time when I'm not doing the podcast and when I'm not working is, um, I like to follow my favorite artists and music and whatnot. So I thought that was a little bit interesting. It's not even sports related, but it's in the news. So I thought I'd bring it up. Um, and it's been exciting to follow for me, but beyond that, we also just the other day, Keltron and I had our fridge go out on us. So we're in the process of getting a new fridge from our renters. Um, also our 
because of NBA 2K19, I'll take the blame, Keltron. It was me. We have an internet data limit. Those sucks. If you ha- if you're on a plan that has a data limit with internet, get out. Like we are seriously looking. We're shopping for a new deal right now because I downloaded NBA 2K19 and along with that other game the downloads came out and uh, our data plan took a hit on our internet plan. So we're like maxed out. We seriously have less than a half a gig left on this plan and we have until the end of the day tomorrow. So literally, as soon as I saw we were that close, I went and I unplugged the power cord from our, our router. And I'm like, no internet until until after the 20th. So uh, dealing with that is just another fun thing, uh, along with the fridge going out. So yeah, things are uh, a little bit interesting in the, the Richards household, I'll say. <laughs> um, so the first item of business I want to talk about has to do with a little bit of basketball. So, some news that came out today. Um, Elton Brand, that probably sounds like a pretty familiar name. He uh, played basketball for a long time. He was very good. He's a big guy. Um, He is now taking over as the GM for the 76ers. Uh, He was the VP of basketball operations for them, so it makes sense that he's getting this promotion especially in light of the news that came out of the other guy who was in the GM role. Basically his wife was, she had like burner accounts and she was tweeting about people, you know, basically a conflict of interest. And because she was doing that and he's connected to her, he was forced to resign. Pretty terrible situation for him, not going to lie. But because of that, Elton Brand at the age of 39, uh, he's, uh, he is moving on to the GM role He was recently promoted to the executive vice president of basketball operations after serving the past year as the GM of the Sixers G League affiliate in Delaware. Uh, So congrats to Elton Brand. You know, he's going he's moving up in the ranks in a really great organization right now in the NBA. Um, I'm actually really excited for the 76ers because, you know, that that city around the same time the, the Eagles were getting really good last year and they won the Super Bowl. The 76ers provided a lot of hope for that city as well because uh, they, you know, they got Joel, M- Joel Embiid, they've got Markel Fultz, two really great young guys, uh, but other v- veterans on the team like JJ Redick, um, and there's some other guys like Covington. I think Lou Williams is on their team now. I, I I think he is. So I mean, a lot of good guys on their team, and they can go really far, especially with the. Uh, you know, with the Cavaliers not having LeBron James in the Eastern Conference, I think the Sixers are going to go all the way to the number one or two seed next year, probably next to the Celtics. So um, congrats to Elton Brand and the 76ers organization on moving forward with things. The league tips off in less than a month now, and I cannot tell you how excited I am. Um, Some other news that came out, Jimmy Butler, just today he requested a trade, and he he told Timberwolves management, three teams that he would like to try and go to. They were the Brooklyn Nets, the New York Knicks, and the Los Angeles Clippers. And what you can take away from that is that Jimmy Buckets wants to go to a big market team. Uh, Los Angeles and New York are obviously the two biggest markets in the sense that uh, they're in the biggest cities, uh, but they, they also have just a lot more uh, endorsement opportunities, a lot more business opportunities. Plus, who wouldn't want to live in the big city? Like, you got L.A. and you got New York. Man, that'd be sweet. Like, the Brooklyn Nets, heck yeah, that'd be awesome. 
I mean, the cool thing about big going to the Nets is that he would be like a star player there. They've got uh, D'Angelo Russell, who used to, he was the former uh, first-round pick for the Lakers like two or three years ago. And uh, so him and Jimmy Butler can do a lot of damage uh, there in Brooklyn. Then you got the New York Knicks. You know, Jimmy Butler going there, can he can basically take the role of what uh, Carmelo Anthony tried to do there and try to get bring the New York Knicks to a championship caliber. But maybe Jimmy Butler can go further than Melo did. We'll have to see about that. But then he wants to go to the, also to go to the Clippers. And everybody has left the Clippers except DeAndre Jordan. No, wait. Did he go? Wait, I forgot. Let me look. I think he did make a deal with the Dallas Mavericks finally. DeAndre Jordan. Yes. Playoffs. Okay. So I just read the article. Uh, it says Luka Doncic and DeAndre Jordan has the Mavs thinking playoffs. So, yeah, DeAndre Jordan has also gone from the Clippers. That means Jimmy Butler would just be going to the Clippers trying to get other people to go with him. And I think there was talks of Kawhi Leonard possibly going there. So Kawhi Leonard, you know, a crazy athletic small forward slash power forward. He can pretty much guard any position because he's a defensive monster. And Jimmy Butler, who's an offensive powerhouse. Dang, that'd be sweet. Um, it would make for an interesting head clash between the two L.A. teams in Los Angeles. Or two L.A. teams, Lakers and Clippers. That's what I meant to say. Uh, so, yeah, that's some NBA news for you. I wanted to keep that kind of short. And uh, that way we can move on to the more important and the the very relevant topics which have to do with football. But before we go on to football, I want to let you know that it would be awesome if anybody out there would be interested in supporting the podcast by making a simple donation. All you got to do is go to anchor.fm slash abstract sports. It will prompt you to support this podcast and you can make a $1, $5, or $10 donation every month to help us keep doing what we do and providing awesome content about the sports world and beyond. Uh, and you know, just to put it in perspective, $1 is four gumballs guys. Come on four gumballs. I can afford that any day. Uh, Andy's showing me hearts over here in the Facebook chat. What up? Uh, but also $5 a month. That's one Starbucks coffee or a beer, depending on how you roll. Uh, maybe you don't like that either way. Maybe it's a hot chocolate to you. I don't know. Uh, but then there's $10. I don't expect anybody to do 10 bucks a month. That's more than a Netflix subscription. That's insane. So if anybody does that, holy crap, that's amazing. And you're doing big things for the podcast. So, uh, just wanted to let you know that go to anchor.fm slash abstract sports, make a donation there, or you can go to abstractsportscom slash support and make a one-time gift. If you want to give us $9 million, uh, <laughs> I actually doubt PayPal would handle that. So maybe don't do that. Maybe do 20 bucks. <laughs> um, by the way, your money just goes to help, help to the website, basically helping us keep things online and helping us promote the big posts that um, we need people to see. So, you know, say a cool article comes out about the Idaho Vandals and we want to target people in Moscow. We can put an article out there and we can promote it so that people in Moscow can see it easier. Um, you know, things like that It just helps us grow and we appreciate anything that we can get. Anyways, on to some football action. <laughs> Speaking of the Idaho Vandals, the Vandals have had about a bye week the last week. <laughs> I lost my train of thought there for a second. The Vandals had a bye week last week, and this week we get to see the Vandals play. Need some Jeopardy music right now. 
Not going to lie, Keltron and I, we've been watching a lot, like a lot of Jeopardy because it's on, on Netflix. It's not on Netflix. I think it's on Hulu. Jeopardy's on Hulu now. So we've been watching a lot of Jeopardy. Been watching the 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 Battle of the Decades. And we finally got to the point where the decades are competing against each other now. So pretty exciting stuff if you're an old fart like us. Um, so Idaho Vandals. Holy cow, they don't have anything on Idaho Vandals right now. Let me just go over to GoVandals.com. Oh, yeah. This is a beautiful site, by the way, GoVandals.com. Shout out to the people who made it. Not sure who that, who that was, but you know. So let's see. We play. Oh, that's right. We play UC Davis in Davis, California. Uh, and that is Saturday, September 22nd at 4 p.m. Pacific time. So that'd be 5 p.m. Mountain time and 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, that day, actually, that Saturday, I'm going to be going to what's called the Emotion Bowl. I've talked about this in the past with Micah, uh, Micah Rowave, when he's been on, been on the show, but. There's in District 91 here in Idaho Falls between Idaho Falls High School and Skyline Grizzlies, uh, Idaho Falls Tigers, Skyline Grizzlies. They play each other every year in, in what's called the Emotion Bowl. They share a stadium together because they both don't have a field uh, at their individual schools. And so they have a big rivalry game of like who gets to paint the goalpost blue or orange. Um, terrible color combination because go Vandals, but you know. So I'll be going to that game. It's at like 2 p.m. Eastern time or 2 p.m. our time. So 4 p.m. Eastern time. As soon as that's over, going to be hopefully going to try and catch the Vandal game right after. Uh, maybe even stream it from the football game because I have that unlimited data plan. What up? Probably do that. <laughs> so if you're a Vandal fan, be watching for that game at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, it's a big sky matchup, so it'll be a good one. Speaking of some local teams, and when I say local, I mean, you know, relevant to the area, uh, an unranked BYU team beat number six Wisconsin this weekend. And I, I couldn't believe that when I saw it, but BYU beat them 24 to 21, and uh, they had a chance to come back and kick a field goal to tie it towards the end of regulation, but they missed. So BYU jumps up to the number 25 spot on the rankings for the big upset. How crazy is that? I mean, I'm not a BYU fan. I have a lot of friends who are BYU fans because in this area, there's a lot of BYU goers. So um, my boss is like ecstatic that that happened. Uh, so happy happy for them, I guess. Uh, some other key college football matchups you can look forward to. Uh, this coming week would be uh, – I'm just I – I basically went through all the games that are going on on Saturday, like the, through this week. And pick the the games that were you know had teams who are ranked going against each other. So I have number twenty two Texas A and M at Alabama, which is the number one team. Uh, and I have to say that I would love to see Alabama get beat because they kind of remind me of the Patriots. You know, where the Patriots are so are so stinking dominant, and you just you just want to see them go down every once in a while so somebody else can have a chance. That's what I how I feel about Alabama. I mean. Uh, Saban, Saban, Nick Saban runs a, a very good program over there, and I'm not like knocking them for anything. They they definitely deserve everything they've had come their way, but it's time for some new number one 
teams out there. Alabama just needs to get out of here. <laughs> so hopefully Texas A&M, the number 22 team, can knock them off. That would make things very interesting for the college football playoff going forward. Um, the only other uh, ranked matchup that I could find in all the games was number 7 Stanford and number 20 Oregon. So those are some games you're going to want to look forward to. Uh, hopefully next time Micah is on the show, he can talk to us about his experience going to Stillwater, Oklahoma, and uh, watching Oklahoma State beat BSU. Uh, I'm sure he'll have a lot to tell about that story. It was, it was like a week-long vacation, so hopefully we can get him back on next week. He, he claims that he has to do chores after being gone for so long. I call BS, but whatever. <laughs> Just kidding, Micah. We'll see you next time. So that's all I've got for college football. Let's move on to a little bit of NFL. And I want to start it off, since I'm just mentioning Micah a second ago, I want to start it off by saying this. In our little Facebook group chat for our, our fantasy football league, uh, Micah was giving me crap because, you know, the first week I played my friend Jacob, and I think I mentioned that a couple weeks ago. I played my friend Jacob in week one, and I'm not a crap talker, I, especially not this year because I took last last year in this league. So I'm like keeping quiet, and I feel pretty good about my team. I go up against Jacob, and he's got like Alvin Kamara and uh, somebody else who just like goes off for him. He beats me by like, well, I almost had him beat. He only beat me by like 15 points. His kicker sealed the deal at the end. But I, Micah comes up in the chat and he goes, well, uh, well, looks like Jacob might have a good, t good team this year. And I replied with, yeah, my team's not even playing that bad and I'm still getting my butt kicked. And Micah goes something like, no, Kyle, you stay on the bottom. Just, just stay down. And I was like, okay, whatever. And now if you look at the rankings, I am defeated still. I've lost two games in a row the first two weeks. Um, I just got outplayed. Like, it doesn't matter if I had the perfect lineup out of all my players on my team with the all, you know, bench players and everything, all my highest scoring players would not have beat my dad this week. He, he had Mahomes. Okay. If that says anything, then yeah, <laughs> I mean, he had six touchdowns plus all the yardage dude had like 60 points or I don't remember what it was, but it was a lot of points. So I just got straight out played the, the last two weeks and I, I can take a loss like that. It's not like me making a mistake in my lineup, uh, my lineup setup. But I do have to say that Micah is officially in last, dead last place right now. Uh, we're both 0-2, but he has more points, or I have more points for my team. Like, I've put up more points than he has, but I have more points against me. So I think it errs on the side of offensive points. So since he's put up less points than me overall, uh, then that means that I'm doing better than him. So he's in last last. I'm in next to last. So we're both on the bottom, Micah. How does that feel? Uh, hopefully that doesn't continue for you because it's a pretty depressing place to be is on the bottom all year long. <laughs> so hopefully that turns up, turns up for both of us, but especially me. You can stay down there. I don't care. Uh, I dealt with that last year. It's somebody else's turn. So let's talk about the week two games and just recap some of the, the interesting points that are going around the league. And uh, then we'll talk about some week three NFL preview. So for week two, Le'Veon Bell was still holding out, hurting his team in a big way. Didn't show up for week two. 
And uh, from what I understand, the Pittsburgh Steelers have removed him from their rosters, from their depth chart, and from anything that mentions his name, uh, like probably playbook-wise, things like that. And because of this, if they had him, they probably would not have tied the Browns in week one. They probably wouldn't have had to have a hard-fought battle in week two and and have Big Ben run for a touchdown himself instead of Le'Veon Bell. Uh, They could have got wins more comfortably. Uh so who knows what's next for Le'Veon Bell? Like he's still holding out and it's obviously too he's he's past the point of return, you know what I mean? He he can't just like come walking back to that team and have the team think think that he's being respectful. His teammates are pretty pissed that he's not there to help them win. Like it's like it's so selfish to step away from a team because you want to make more money. And in doing so, you're affecting the outcome of games because you're such an integral part of the offense. And so you're you're affecting the outcome of the games, therefore you're affecting other guys' paychecks because you're not helping them get wins, you're not helping them move on to the playoffs, you're you're withholding money from them by asking for more money. Do you see how selfish that is? I mean, I get it. You should you, you should have the right to hold out, get more money, renegotiate your contract. Uh, but if it goes that far, there's got to be a little bit of compromise. Like you can say, look, I'm coming here for my teammates. I love my teammates. I want to be there for them. However, I do want to continue the discussions. You know, be transparent about it and just be like, I want to continue the discussions with the higher ups and uh, hopefully you can get me paid. You know, just, just say that, come back to football, play football and do your thing and show them why you deserve to be paid. So the fact he's been sitting out the last couple of weeks, maybe when he comes back, he's not going to be what he used to be. But if they were to get rid of him, that would be a huge salary cap boost for the Steelers. They can bring somebody else in. Um, but who knows where he'll go. Maybe the maybe the Patriots will pick him up. <laughs> Heck, they just picked up Josh Brown from the Cleveland Browns uh, for a fifth-round pick. Why why wouldn't they try and pick up Le'Veon Bell if they can? Just throw a couple picks at him and, and try to snag him up too. <laughs> Man, that would be insane. Uh, that uh, – now, anything they can do to make their quarterback younger, they will do. Those Patriots, they are sneaky. Uh, speaking of the Steelers, though, it seems like there's even more drama going on. Uh, I watched the Browns game. Oh, wait, not, that's a different game. The Steelers, I did watch part of the Steelers game, and it, it seemed like Juju Smith-Schuster gets a lot of attention uh, from uh, from Big Ben in terms of throwing the ball to him and also just like talking to him on the sidelines. I didn't see Antonio Brown really around. You know, he, he did get some touches, but he wasn't like Juju. And I feel like that's sort of been the case this season so far. I feel like Antonio Brown feels like he's a little bit slighted. Uh, maybe it's because of the other drama that's going on around their team with Le'Veon Bell not being there, and uh, he's just not himself. But either way, uh, I mean, Antonio Brown didn't show up to work on Monday. Just like no call, no show. You know, if I did that, I would probably get fired. Well, maybe not. I feel like my team would... would uh, they would give me one time, you know, if I could repeatedly showed up and, or didn't show up and didn't call and tell them why they'd probably get rid of me. So pretty interesting uh, strategy there, Antonio. Maybe you should just come to work unlike Le'Veon and, and, and keep getting a paycheck, man. You guys both deserve it. So lots of drama in the Berg. Hopefully they can figure things out over there. Uh, let's move on to the New York Jets. Sam Darnold was a major factor in destroying the Lions. Wait, that's not supposed to be there. No, that's from last episode, guys. Gosh, what are you doing? I could have swore I changed these things. 
Oh, I did not change those things. Well, shoot. So let's move on over to my trusty schedule here. And we'll look at week two's games. I apparently didn't go through all of them. I just put the, the main storylines that I had uh, and uh, went with it. So as you can see, the Ravens got beat by the Bengals. Panthers got beat by the Falcons. And the Falcons don't even have their running back and, and a couple other people. So that's interesting. Uh, Andrew Luck and the Colts beat the Redskins. Texans and the Titans. That was a divisional matchup. Titans somehow got the win. I'm actually really surprised about that. Uh, Mariota didn't even play part of that game. I don't, even, I don't know if he even played at all. I didn't see any of the game, really. Let me just click on it. We'll see what the stats say. Uh, Derrick Henry had 56 yards, no touchdowns. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Blaine Gabbert, 117 yards and one touchdown. I don't even. I don't know if Mariota even played. But, wow, that's crazy. They had... One touchdown come from the receiver. Well, shoot. Yeah, I don't know. Let me check out the game center here. Tennessee Titans passing. It was only Blaine Gabbert. There was no Mariota. I'm guessing it's because of that injury that he took. Oh, crap. There's probably some. Oh, wait, nope. So you're seeing some highlights. Hopefully that's not going to get me banned here. I should probably move off of this. Yeah, let's go back. Showing any kind of content like that can get you in trouble. So I'm just going to stay away from it. <laughs> I'll just show the scores and we'll stick to that. So that divisional matchup, Titans got the win. Huge for them because they the Texans are a good team to beat. Uh, Eagles got defeated by Fitzmagic and the Buccaneers again. Dude, Fitzmagic was hilarious after that game, coming out wearing uh, Deshaun Jackson's uh, his chains and stuff. <laughs> I love that exchange with him and the reporter and – and Deshaun Jackson. So go check that out if you haven't already. Chiefs beat the Steelers. Yes, that was that was a pretty close one there. So they are uh, 0-1-1 along with the Browns. The Browns, they almost beat the Saints. That was one game that I was like, ugh, Saints, how do you let this happen at home? Like the Saints have one of the best home field advantages in the dome there in New Orleans, and they still barely beat the Browns. Uh, the Browns had every opportunity. Like that was the game. The, that was the one of the main games I was watching because I am low key a Browns fan. Like <laughs> I don't have a favorite NFL team, but I love underdogs and the Browns. Like those wins are so sweet when they get them because they don't get them very often. So uh, they're showing some hope this season. Uh, I mean, they tied with the Steelers in Week One, even though they were missing uh, the Steelers were missing Le'Veon Bell. They still tied with the Steelers. They gave a Saint, the Saints a run for their money and in New Orleans. <laughs> and that's a tough place to play on the road. So who knows? Maybe the Browns are going to get their first win. They'll be 1-1-1 one, one, and one after week three. That would be quite the record. <laughs> a tie, a loss, and a win in that order. Then you had the Lions and Niners. The Lions are oh, they're struggling. I mean, it's a close loss for them. Uh, the Niners probably could have beat them even worse than they did, but it is what it is. Cardinals got shut out by the Rams, 34 to nothing. Todd Gurley went off. Go figure. Uh, Jaguars, Patriots. Jaguars beat the Patriots. In that game, Tom Brady was livid. Like, all of their people were livid because their team was not just not doing their jobs. And Tom Brady was on the bench just, like, yelling at people, like, 
do your bleeping job. Do your job. Blah. Just yelling. And they ended up losing to the Jags 31-20. to I mean, two very good defensive teams, uh, but the Patriots got the shorter end of the stick there. The Raiders just barely lost to the Broncos. Giants lost to the Cowboys. And then Bears with Khalil Mack shut down the Seahawks at home. Uh, at, by at home, I mean the Bears were at home. But, man, those those Bears are looking pretty feisty with that defense, man. I'll tell you what. Khalil Mack, according to some stats from ESPN and whatnot, um, Khalil Mack is putting up better numbers than the entire Raiders defense in terms of fumbles, interceptions, and sacks and things of that nature. So, yeah. And John Gruden in an interview recently said that it's hard to find good defensive backs. It's like, do you realize who you just got rid of? You just got rid of a defensive player of the year candidate. What are you thinking? Jeez, John. My goodness. So on to a little bit of week three preview. So for this, New York Jets. That's one that I want to watch. This one right here, the New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns. Because the Browns, like I said, they're potentially going to get their first win this week. The Jets aren't looking that hot of a team either. Uh, So the Browns have a chance. They're at home. They've got some momentum after playing two really good games. Um, Who knows what can happen? You never know. So I'm liking this New York Jets-Browns game going on tomorrow night. That happens at 8.20 p.m. Eastern time. So it'll be 6.20 my time. Really looking forward to that one. But Sam Darnold is kind of crushing it so far in his rookie season. Um, Wouldn't doubt it if he goes off again against the Browns. But the Browns have been looking pretty good overall. I mean, defensively, and and they've been chucking the ball on offense. So we'll see how that goes. Um, And then another one that I'm looking forward to is the Tennessee Titans at Jacksonville Jaguars. That's a divisional matchup there. Um, At least I'm pretty sure. Let me go double check that real quick. Just don't want to be spouting off things that are not true. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I am saying? Uh, Yeah, Jaguars, Titans. They're both number one and number two, respectively, in the AFC South. Texans Texans are on the bottom, man. That's weird to me. Uh, Deshaun Watson is just not doing what he normally does or what we knew from his rookie season anyways. Um, So... Titans-Jags, that's going to be a really good one. That's at 1 p.m. Eastern time, so a morning game. And then I have the, the Los Angeles Showdown, the Chargers at the Rams. And, by I mean, they're both in L.A. It's just like how who's going to have more fans there? That's the interesting thing. Uh, but it looks like a pretty even matchup. I mean, according to the league rankings, uh, the Chargers have the third-best offense, and uh, the Rams have the seventh. And then it goes ninth and third, and then third and tenth, and then twelfth and thirteenth. So it's pretty darn even. Um, I think the Rams have the upper hand overall, but that's a game you should probably look forward to if you're a Los Angeles fanatic. Um, chances are that you or your family members can cheer against each other. So um, hopefully Todd Gurley doesn't destroy all the hopes and dreams of the Chargers fans, because that's probably what's going to happen. Because <laughs> Todd Gurley is a beast. Uh, hi, Alice. Welcome to the podcast. I'm actually just about to finish this thing up. But that does it for episode 62 of the Abstract Sports Podcast. Thanks again to everybody for tuning in and listening. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow on all the different outlets. 
If you're a YouTube head, you're going to want to go to YouTube and look for Abstract Sports. Subscribe to our channel. You can get the more condensed versions of our videos and uh, also speed things up a bit with the, the speed increase so you can get through them a lot quicker. Hopefully, I don't talk too fast normally. Otherwise, it might be kind of hard to understand. But hey, might, be, might make it more fun, huh? Um, so on that note, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just look for Abstract Sports. Give us a like and a follow. And if you want to get involved with the blog, you want to start your own podcast, just let me know. You can email me at hello at abstractsports.com. If you would like to support the show in ways other than just being a reader, listener, or viewer, just go to abstractsports.com slash support. You can make a one-time gift or go to anchor.fm slash abstractsports and you can support us with a monthly donation of $1, 5 or $10. So on that note, I want to say thank you to everybody again. I, I say that a lot on that note, on that note, on that note. Um, thanks again for coming through. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good rest of your week and uh, stay happy. All right, later, guys.